So I'm gone. Say farewell to the bottom. We gon' go to the top. I can only go up. Say farewell to this life. I'ma leave it behind. Say farewell to it all. Say farewell to it all. Say farewell to it all. And the way I'ma fall. Say farewell to it all. I ain't content, bum ass job ain't gonna get me rich Niggas tryna eat and I been starving for a minute I don't see how people deal with this shit Need to reach the order or become a martyr Someone get my father or call me a doctor I need me green faces, pennies, nickels, quarters When I cut the check I must exceed the quota Break the bank on these broke ass niggas They heathen speaking about to make a change for the better nigga My dream is fucking Wait, how loud do I have to be? Hello 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 and welcome to the No Ayuka Podcast. My name is Jonathan. And I'm Brian. And here we're back for our second episode. So Brian, um, today's Black Friday, right? So yesterday was Thanksgiving. How, how did you like it? Thanksgiving? Yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It was good. It was good. I just spent time with my my mom and my, my brother. Just a small Thanksgiving. And then Ashley, Ashley actually came. Which Who's I Ashley? Think we're... We're probably going to have her on tomorrow. She has no idea, but we are. You can't hear me? Not really. No? How come? I'm talking. Because you, you, your decibels are going up and down? Yeah. Yeah. That's so. just how I naturally talk. See, like right there, all I, I heard naturally. Like, nat- the way I talk, like, I probably just came back from seeing Bill Cosby. Like, I'm kind of awake, kind of <laughs> not. <laughs> <clears throat> That's really fucked up. Enough, but yeah, yeah. Have you seen that video where like he he like does like a, a comedic bit on his way to court, like where he just like shimmies to the left, like no. as, a, as a joke. No, no, I didn't. Like he's throughout that whole process, like he was serious. So seeing that was kind of weird. Was kind of what? Weird. Bill Cosby. Hello. Why do you want to talk? Oh, because you you wanted to talk about separating art from artists, so that's why you brought in Bill Cosby. No, 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 no. no, no. But yeah, you, we can talk about that. Uh, it's just because how you call it, like um, you were saying that you can't hear me, and like his fucked up thing that he was doing to girls, you know, putting them to sleep, and you see how I'm talking there. You're like, I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> and I'm not gonna do shit to you. Okay. Don't worry about that. I'm not gonna Bill Cosby you. All right. I wasn't thinking about it, but. <laughs> <clears throat> okay but anyway um yeah that's kind of where we left off last week when we were oh, talking yeah, about separating art from the artist like we should get a list of people that we think the general public loves because sometimes we have a bias and we're against one artist but then we don't apply those rules to the artist that we love right mm-hmm. like for example um we both like the Marvel movies. Uh, so James Gunn, do you think everything that he did was okay, or what is your opinion on that? Well, I don't. He, as far as we know, um, we don't know that he did anything. It was his tweets. No, well, that that's what he. That's why he got fired supposedly, because yeah. he had some inappropriate tweets, tweets joking about pedophilia. Yeah, I mean we're we're in such a like high level of PC culture, so. It was obvious Disney was gonna do that, and they're probably gonna. I think Disney did it from the backlash that they received from. His tweets were weird though. Like it, they were. Yeah, really they were. Weird. But I remember, look, at the time when he tweeted those, yeah, is when was he it? was woke, woking, when he was working for Troma, which is a production company, a movie production company, and basically they just make movies that are like that, 
weird and then like go for like yeah gross out humor kind of yeah because i don't know if you remember i think last summer i had a a a gig with them working Mm -hmm. as a production assistant for one of their feature one of their features that they were working on and i uh the script i remember i told you about it and it was like super weird and it was just i mean they had at one point um the setting was like a, a yacht and the way they had like an inciting incident on the script was that a whale, a giant whale jumped over from one side of the yacht over the yacht to the other side in the water, free willy style. But while it did while it jumped that way, the whale took a giant shit all over the entire yacht. Jesus. And Christ. then there was just like a shit storm in the film. A shit storm. That then crashed the yacht into like this sex dildo where animals like how dildos on their head kind of island so like that's the kind of production company that james gunn was working for at the time so yeah i think that's partly why he had those mm-hmm. jokes coming out not to say that the jokes were okay yeah but like it like it's understandable that this is where he was working for and this is the kind of like humor that they go for so for him to try to like drum up that kind of base for the movies that he was making, I guess, is why. For, for me, like, the the tweets were really weird. Mm-hmm. Most of them weren't that funny. No. Then. <laughs> but um, the only thing that worries me is that, like, what if, like, he has a certain past he's, like, keeping a secret? And, like, that's why he made those tweets. I wasn't even thinking about it. It's because I didn't know that he was working in that studio. But, yeah, he was working at Trump. But, like, he had... Um, pedo jokes and uh, like rape jokes and like yeah I'm just thinking like yeah I mean I I, I might have a copy of that script somewhere around I, I don't know if I should but anyway if you ever look at it it's terrible but like I, it's it, not even funny it's it just sucks that he's whack. been fired like, the only one that spoke against it the firing was Dave Batista even to the point where he said that he might not be working yeah. again with uh Disney or he's not gonna be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy if James Gunn isn't. But I heard uh, somehow that the reaction to James Gunn was really mostly from um, people on the conservative side of America because they were just upset that Ro- Roseanne Barr had just gotten fired from her show for being... Also, some some people just, like, don't, like, mess with that kind of humor even to that, to that, to that, 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 that level of dark, like, really dark humor. Like, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, they both, like, cut out connections with, with James Gunn. They oh, all really? followed him and everything, yeah. So, But like, then you, they have to try to protect their own image, too. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, that's true, yeah. But with, with that, like, separating the art and the artist, he directed both Volume 1 and Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy, both great. He has these tweets that are are creepy, weird, and uh, not that funny, but they're tweets, they're thoughts, you know, unfiltered. They're not actions, you mean? They're not actions. They they might be influenced by previous actions. That's what Whoa. that's what that's what worries me and that's where I would like I can see why, but mm-hmm. if if you're just firing at at the point of just thoughts then I I think that's different, don't you think? Cause he's just he's just making jokes. That's what he says. He was just making jokes. Yeah, poor, poor taste. Super poor taste. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so like a, I wanted like for us to have like list of artists because we don't apply the same rules that we do to 
one artist that we hate. You know how you're in a conversation, you just don't like an artist, and and you tell that person that you're talking to like, oh, but he did this, he did this, his his past is like horrible. But then you low key listen to uh, a, a a guy who um, beats his wife or like has a sexual assault case, or like we were talking about Takashi, mm-hmm. right? Um, where he has that. He was charged with uh, what sexual uh, sexual misconduct, misconduct with, the, with minor. the minor, and then like other rappers like Tupac have their own cases, but no one ever like brings that up. You 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 understand what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, I know. So like, how you call it? Like having that list because there's artists are. Do you think? Do you think tortured? Creatives are tortured. Do you th- think? Don't you think? Well, I think anybody. Who who desires Actually to create comedians. doesn't have to be tortured, no, but really. no. but it's a habit of people that go out there and su- and say it to use because anybody could be tortured doesn't mean that yeah but there are a group of them that they use whatever they want like whatever they do as an outlet for mm-hmm. what they've been through yeah. You know, so like it's it's a means of getting all that emotion out there, mm-hmm. right? It's like a form of therapy. Like I, I, I mean, you could probably attest to that. Like in drawings or stuff, or or like sometimes when I've been writing, like it helps. Yeah. Like it, it gets things off your chest, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we we've, we've lived like personally any like really traumatic lifestyles in our childhoods. So to, to I think that, that that just that varies. To like but... no 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 yeah yeah yeah. But, like, um, what I'm trying to say is that, like, there's almost every artist has, like, uh, a secret. It, it comes down to morally what we all agree that is what is bad and what is good. But so like, like do you uh, also think um, it's just the, the genre the- of, like, rap music itself or that type of uh, stuff where... Because there's such a um, history of being, you know, from the streets and and being from from those type of you know hard neighborhoods, that if one of those artists get in trouble like that with the law or do something like that, the fan base is more accepting or more able to move past that and just listen to the music. Whereas, like, say, for example, that same thing that that six nine, you know, yeah, played, uh, did 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 a plea with for like the sexual misconduct with a minor yeah. say if that would have been um uh i don't know trying to think somebody in the pop scene taylor like, swift y- yeah say if it would have been taylor swift like how she would it would be so hard for her to come back from that you know what i'm saying yeah because because of, of the the image that she has already and something like that would destroy that image and destroy the type of image that you need for the type of music that she makes Whereas in in hip hop, like having having trouble isn't like having a trouble with the law isn't anything that's uncommon. Yeah, it's associated with with the genre. Yeah, and also how you call it? Um, yeah, we just move past it, and I think all fans of hip hop, especially fans of hip hop, have were were have been and are still being raised with the ability. Of separating the the pain and troubles uh, artist goes through 
um, separating that with what whatever product they're they're releasing. You know, I think we've grown to have that ability because we both ha- are fans of people who are who are bad, I guess, or who have done bad things. Don't you don't don't you think? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's just like. And also us, just as humans, like we also we pers we we purposely stay ignorant because we don't want to even be in have, we don't even want to have the conversation of we're taking part in something that is bad, you know, like yeah. uh, girls wearing Uggs and they're that's what like that's the the. They're killing like sheep, aren't they? Killing like sheep. Really? I have no idea. Or see, uh, I'm ignorant to that myself. The or like the, the phones. The phones and the the, the reason the, the phones have become affordable is because they come from child labor factories. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure uh, the jacket I'm wearing right now was made by. Some yeah, it was kid. made out of some cows. I'm check the tag to see if it says "Please send help." Or something. <laughs> like, uh, no, but yeah, like. That's just the world that we live in, though. Like having to. Yeah, we don't want to rec. We don't want to acknowledge. The having bad. to not. Yeah, not having to and have that no out of your mind because yeah. of the convenience of what we have right now. Because if if it wasn't for that, I mean, if you really wanted to live in a world where everything you do doesn't negatively affect somebody else out there in the world, would it would be Jainism. so hard to do. You kind of watch the show The Good Place, right? Yeah. But you haven't seen the, the recent season. In one of those episodes, there's a person there that, that they come across that has lived that life. And you see how hard his life is. And just because he somehow, you know, well, like just, wants to be, just have the most positive, yeah, just have the most positive impact in the entire planet from his own personal life. Oh my God, this guy, like, you know, obviously it's a fictional, it's a fictional show and everything, but just, just seeing that no these people are real the religion no, jainism well, like, well but hold on let me let me explain like, like this guy the water he would drink yeah he wouldn't take fresh water from ponds or anything because he said he didn't want to take it away from like the yeah. animals that live out there yeah. so he would have a filtration system in his toilet and drink the water from his own urine and stuff and all that, that stuff like that he only ate beans shout out to Britta. yeah beans and, and like there was another thing um but whatever because they had the least negative impact on the environment mm-hmm. and he accidentally crushed a, a snail and then just people did a funeral using, for the snail by, by the way people I mean, are using like, bees to make weed honey now just, that sounds really good yeah that sounds interesting okay. anyway um no so so like you see how inconvenienced this man's life is right and there was even a, a little kid that comes in and picks on him because but in- inconvenience to to like such an extent just to make just to put positives out there in the world but it's it's not you say inconvenience Whereas, like, to to you, but to, it, to to that person to his to, to him, him specifically too? because in the show yeah in the, like in the show you see like he has to bend over backwards just to be as positive of of a, a person in this world yeah like and this it's it, like to base the way I'm saying why I keep saying inconvenience is because it's not easy it's not an easy thing for him to do the reason why I say things are in, it's an inconvenience to live that kind of uh life is because it's it's sometimes excessive like farming for yourself and doing things like that is not as easy as you know getting uh meat from a supermarket that yeah where the cows came from a slaughterhouse yeah 
But it also all depends on you yourself on what you actually want in this this world. Like, what's your purpose? Um, you know, because like there's a religion called Jainism. You guys can search it up, where these people um, extract themselves from the vanity of the world. Uh, all uh, communications they focus only on being the best person that they can be to the point where um, they won't even eat plants because plants are living living organisms right mm-hmm. so uh, they won't do that they to walk a certain path they have to look at the floor to see and see if they're stepping on any ants and if there's ants they have to like just move them or just not walk at all just stay there and a lot of them die because they have nothing they have they literally have nothing to eat and you know it's not like they can like do like photosynthesis photosynthesis. you get me so like with them their whole purpose is to be good when you say inconvenience I feel like that's more of a of a per, of a, a person who probably went on Netflix uh, documentary and was like, you know what, I'm gonna change my whole life right now. You know, I'm gonna start shopping at Whole Foods and like I'm gonna go to Brooklyn because those those people in Brooklyn know what they're talking about with their kombucha and stuff like that. You know, I feel like when when you say inconvenience, I start thinking of that. That's well, when it becomes an inconvenience when you're not really a, a person who really wants to be good, but you're just trying you know it has to be inside of you well it's also because what i'm trying of to say the way the way um you're brought up because if you know of a certain way of living the other side is going to be feel inconvenient but if somebody was brought up that way that you're you're explaining they don't know anything else yeah you know what i'm saying this that that's what's natural to them whereas um we live in a, in a country where we're afforded all these other things mm-hmm. you know all these commodities yeah. You know, as a public, tra- you know, just not even public transportation, just regular transportation. There's a friend of mine. He was telling me had his father and this is not that long ago because his father is not that old. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what is his dad? Maybe his dad grew up in the 70s or something like that. I want to say maybe yeah. maybe a little earlier than that. And, and his dad lived in a town that had no cars, no cars. No. And that his dad was hot shit because his dad. On, had a, had a donkey, oh. not even a bicycle, a donkey. I was gonna say Haley's and that was the mode of transportation in that town. Mm-hmm. So like, his dad didn't know anything like that. We like we weren't going up that way. If we had to move to a place like that, we'd be like, what the? How crazy fuck? would that like, be though? Like him pulling up, <laughs> pulling up in a donkey. Yo, that's what I heard. He pulled he club. pulled mad girls with do- with <laughs> that donkey. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's crazy. Or even like you drunk know. driving, but you're not driving, you're just on your donkey. <laughs> <laughs> that donkey. You know, I'm telling you, like, you go Lisa donkey. but anyway, that, like, that's what it is. Like, that's why I feel like if people who were coming from a, a life of modern times moving back into an agrarian, you know, uh, life where you try not to. I don't know, get iPhones or get this or get that because of the child labor that's involved in all these kind of products. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're not used to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's the, the dopamine that we get into our brains that we put over the inconvenience. Mm. So when it comes to music, I'm going to benefit a lot from hearing this album. Rather than just putting it away 
because I just don't like the fact that this guy speeds Did that. in a 25-mile lane. You, you get me? Yeah. Like, like for example, um, this is a uh, crazy example anyway, uh, Kanye. Yeah. With everything, like, a lot of the politics, I, don't, I think he's retracted some of what he was saying before, but a lot of what he was going, when he was going on his rants about uh, slavery was a choice and just He didn't citing. explain himself right on that one. No, 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 no. But, but all of that stuff, um, I disagreed with a lot of his stuff yeah. there. However, his first three albums are still, to me, like, some of the greatest things I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, the first three albums he didn't want to come out. So, yeah. like, that in itself is really hard to... Yeah, Jonah Hill spoke about that because he's a big, big Kanye fan and mm-hmm. a friend. So he was... And he also is a person who can separate the, the the art from the artist. And I think it's because he grew up on hip-hop. That's what I'm saying. I feel, I feel like especially hip-hop fans um were able to do that because surprisingly like there's a lot of people who just can't separate the two they just can't like you did this so all the shit that you made is also garbage Mm. you know um yeah i guess i guess yeah because i mean hip-hop does have a lot of like flawed individuals that have made that have done great work in the genre the artist who's more flawed in hip-hop has a bigger fan base known in hip-hop it's very hard to come up if you're squeaky clean they'll they love you more if you're from the hood than you're from the suburbs because a lot of the medium was that and that's where it was yeah, birthed from it was yeah it was explaining the struggle and explaining uh the the urban point of view of the world that not a lot of people mm-hmm. heard so that's where that's where the music started those are the roots of the music yeah. like that's why anytime Somebody came up talking about that and talking about the things they lived through, like, you know, like even the whole Straight Outta Compton album. Yeah. And then even before that, like the one of the first hip hop songs, wasn't it The Jungle? Which one? It's like a struggle sometimes and makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Never heard that song? Brian, come on, don't even tell me. Yeah. But anyway, but, talking about um, but things like that, like, and that's what they were talking about, the struggle of the hood. Yeah. And and then all the, all that the rappers, especially back in the '90s and early 2000s, like when they were coming out, they were coming out talking about their experiences, like you know, um, Illmatic or mm-hmm. uh, Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt, and all these kind of albums. Biggie's first album, Ready to Die, like a a lot of the songs on those kind of tracks, like on those albums, they talked about, you know. All the, the, all the things the they had of, to do to survive, the all the things did. exactly, yeah. all the things that they witnessed or did themselves, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it it's it's hip hop is a medium that yeah. allows for that and allows for people to be like, oh shit, this shit really does go on. Like it's not just a, a thing in the movies or, or or you know, there's people living these lives, kind of deal. So I guess that's why hip hop fans are more uh, able to separate what someone did to what their music is unless like it it hits home to them it's personal yeah where they, they can like relate to an uh to a bad experience or bad memory and they're like nah fuck this guy or this girl when you don't have no right man to say i can't have this life and i've been up for four nights yes yeah, time i'ma shine so I'm gone, say farewell to the bottom We gon' go to the top 
I wanted to ask you something because I forgot to ask you last time about um I, I don't know if it's deviating it might be a little bit but um the n-word the n-word yeah using the n-word uh when you're not you know uh, an african-american like when we mentioned one of the things that Takashi gets you know flack for outside of New York is yeah. him using the n-word yeah. and him being uh Mexican and you said you think he's part Puerto Rican or something I think like he's that also Puerto Rican well, him, yeah. And then um, there's other shows that I listened to. There was one uh, based out in California, in L.A., and they were like, when they mentioned his legal troubles, they said that, like, it's kind of fucked up that he uses the N-word. Whereas in, while I was listening to myself, I was like, really? You know, and I was asking you, do you think it's because living in New York um, and, you know, being in urban areas just in general... It's not something that's very, like, it's not uncommon. Like, it, we, I hear it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Growing up, or I hear it um, on the train, and it's not always coming from a black person saying the N-word. Like, there's been kids of all ages, of all colors, that use it. Just like, so I feel like, do you think it's because of the culture we live in here specifically in new york that that that's why also probably like six nine and, and cardi b are okay with saying it because they're from the you know from new york city or is it that because from a certain age on we all just become so desensitized i think there's like a, a couple aspects to it one new york being the multicultural melting pot that it is two the fact that the african-american experience and the latino experience is kind of the same even if they don't want to put us in the history books you know how you call it the struggle is real the judgment is real and um i think when we grow up as kids and with other kids in our neighborhoods we see each other as brothers or as cousins even though we're not we're not blood related and i think that that goes for a lot of uh hispanic kids here in new york city not talking about upstate because that's a that's a whole thing <laughs> we can talk about what what happened when we went like towards ithaca but oh my god but uh, but yeah but within within the queens bronx brooklyn manhattan you mm -hmm. know i think we all know that uh that it's a normal thing it's a it's a norm here for the other states i don't know and that's that's why when i hear um people getting like uh confused or angry when a hispanic kid uses the n-word uh like it's just shocking but it's because of where i grew up i grew up in queens you know it's a normal thing over over here and also another another part of it i think it's just a generational thing like um who was questioned tyler the creator was questioned he was questioned why uh if if he was okay with white kids not even latino kids with white kids saying the n-words and um and he didn't care he said it doesn't matter you uh, he was like you guys are putting like i think too much negative power in in, in that word that word already like evolved into something else mm -hmm. and also you 
it's all about um, understanding the situation, the person, and how they. And the contact. Yeah, exactly the contact. So, so the ER and the the just GA is different. The relationship between you and who's saying it, the way that they're saying it, it all it all matters. You know, you're just being lazy if you're saying that you can't say that word. You know, you can't ban a word. Checked off. I I feel like eventually as as the decades pass by, it's not just gonna be New York, but it's just gonna go. The whole country is gonna be in like one mindset where we see it as a a word that means person, um, or friend, or what? What else do you do you think it's like? Well, um, I have like I'm a little bit older than you, so. I've I've uh, grown up in a time where it was more uh, taboo to use that word, but then like when I got into uh, my adolescence and stuff, that's when everyone was like, "No, we took the power back from the word," and it it was more of a uh, with when the A started being replacing the E R in the N word, and it became more especially like you said here in New York. Um, it, it it lost its negative connotations and started meaning like, yo, that's my really, really good friend. Yeah. Yo, that's my homie. That's, you know, and for- uh, or, 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 or like, even then when you try to say like someone, oh, yo, this, this guy, it could yeah, be yeah. used there. But, but, you know, and, and or that, even, those are the kind of contexts that was, I've heard I, never I like my friend in that much. I've, I've never really heard it in a negative kind of context. Yeah. I didn't even understand. And yeah, it was we hear it all the time. Thing until later on, because the way I grew up, I just thought of it as, oh, you can say that to a friend, or uh, it's referred to to someone doing something, uh, to doing anything, just a person. Uh, I was with my friend, and um, we were watching um, this YouTube video on this 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 cheetah wilding out and he literally says uh, like yo this nigga's wild so right there like he used the n-word for a cheetah so like that like so for for any any type of yeah it's it's, it's just, just it's just a phrase that that has been used and i personally i use it i don't use i i barely use it but i use it with the friends i grew up with and also, like, the way I was explained to um, by, like, older cousins was, like, just, you can just use it with other people who are in the struggle or who love hip-hop. That's, that was a stupid defi- um, definition of how they explained it to me. <laughs> as a kid, right. as I grew up, I just thought, oh, it's just, it means person or or a thing. They, they called the cheetah the N-word. Like, it's a cheetah. <laughs> Or or you can just call it a whale or a penguin. So uh no yeah yeah like the reason I bring that up is because it it feels like with the younger the more younger generation it's everyone's grown up uh in a world where it's at least in the urban areas has been very desensitized and hasn't been used um the way uh in the past it has mm-hmm. like at least here growing up in New York that's the way it's it is like and I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people. Uh, who who are under I don't know, let's say forty or so, who are like yo, that's just it's whatever kind of. Mm-hmm. Not to say that that everybody will agree with that, but that's just the mindset that that 
you know, is around people. Yeah. You know, and, and that, again, is not just uh, African-Americans. Like, it's like you said, it's a multicultural uh, city that we live in. So everyone, like, who has been involved in, um, you know, urban areas or listens to hip hop or anything like they've they've come they just gotten accustomed to it and don't even accept the negative connotation to it for the most part and just like for anyone listening that's not from new york like i know i know kids who are like white there's one kid who's who has red hair natural natural red hair lives in the projects only friends are black and latino and he says the N-word. Just just throws it out. <laughs> Every day, like it's nothing, doesn't get any flag for it. It's not anything that isn't like uncommon. His peers, his friends, his family, they all see it as something normal. Why? It's it's because it's not it's not negative anymore. Again, it can be negative, but then you have to like Think of the situation, the person who's saying it. How they said it. Yeah. If you're in the South and, like, they add, a, like, a, a boy to it, <laughs> then you're... you're Cheat like, a boy? Yeah, exactly. Like, then, you, okay. But you have to just, like... Because there was one thing that I didn't like about what Charlemagne, the the God, the way he approached it with Takashi, he approached it as if... He hasn't been living here in in New York City. Like he he just moved here from South Carolina, I think, where he's from. Charlemagne. Yeah. Where from at this like it only takes like a few months for you to actually to recognize to realize. Yeah. The how. But then again, I always, the norms I always of the society that you're living in. I always thought Charlemagne is just a stubborn individual. Yeah. So even if you realize this is how, in this. I like him though. Culture and stuff. Doesn't mean that he'll be accepting. Yeah, it's also it's also a generational gen- generational mm-hmm. thing, you know. If you're older, you like you said, the way you grew up, it wasn't it wasn't that. No, I mean accepted that much. I I mean I didn't really hear it like that either. Um, I just knew it. It was you know I knew the history of it, that it was a bad word. Yeah, you know it was a degrading word to be referred to african-americans but i was also around when it started changing when it started being used in music more when it started be using as a positive as a positive it was already being used in music that's why i was always interested in seeing the evolution of that word because language also evolves beauty wasn't what it meant uh or like a, a fag we went yeah. from being a cigarette or actually a, a a Kindle of sticks to light on fire to then a cigarette to yeah. somehow it became a term for derogatory term for a homosexual. Yeah, till Lizzie McGuire got on everybody and then now it's gone. Wait, what? Lizzie McGuire. I do not know that story. It's not it's just a it's a it's just a commercial where um, Lizzie McGuire said you shouldn't say this word. Damn, I gotta look at that. You were like in high school when it came out. Probably why I don't know about it. Oh. Well, all right, but but I just, I'm just interested in the evolution of the word mm-hmm. because um, you had it when it was like er. I'm interested once like uh, African Americans um, were getting into the music industry, 
uh, did it change? Were they using it in a different way, or did they keep it in the same ER? I know Kendrick Lamar uh, sampled a, a song. I mean, it wasn't. A, I don't think it was a conscious choice to say, you know, a, an A in place of ER. It's just the vernacular and the slang and said, the way people talk. You said when, like, look, I I don't even right? say I don't even say talk correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, or like you know how New Yorkers sometimes we can't say coffee. It's coffee. You know, like it's just the way it comes out of your mouth. It sounds like you're replacing it when it's just you're just still trying to use the same word, just change its meaning. Kind of understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just think that word has evolved into something differently than it was before. I think now that hip hop, I think this year became the number one uh, genre in music. Right? It beat the rock. It beat. I said it beat the rock. Hip hop beat the rock. It beat rock. Right? Rock and roll. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and only forty years, right? Um, I think because of that, uh, we're gonna have a lot of kids white too who will be growing up to Lil Yachty to <laughs> to ski mask the, the slump god and be will be going to these concerts where they're gonna be saying these words and they're gonna feel as if as it's as it as it is accepting as it is within that community and I feel like it's just gonna be we're we're gonna get united a bit more at least in the, I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying, but I still don't know how. Like, cause you say like, okay, you find people in the suburbs, you know, not to say that the suburbs is all like roses. No, yeah, it's not. Right, but no. um, how would you feel about that? Like, do you feel that is that a form of appropriation where someone from the suburbs is trying to take, uh, the street life or the street point of view or the urban point of view and then like apply it to themselves kids who are you know kids like kids kids like now. that who feel like they know the struggle when they have never experienced that firsthand yeah but kids i mean you are what you you are what you like eat up um like mentally you know so especially now that in the age of media youtube these kids can live in Calabasas, but if they're just in their room and they're on YouTube and they're just seeing all these videos of Gucci Mane and like yeah and, and, and okay they'll they'll you, yeah videos. but that's one thing taking on the traits of what you what you consume but still that's one part the, of a of, the, of a person the body the body language yeah that's one part of a person yeah but. Another thing that that makes you who you are is what happens to you. Yeah, that's true. Whereas in yeah, yeah they can take in uh, the vernacular, the posture, the style. Yeah. Um, but that's they still haven't been called out for the appropri- uh, the appropriation. Exactly, because they haven't lived through things that other people. They haven't uh, faced kind of discrimination. No. Uh, they haven't um uh, been. Stop by cops no. just for walking down the block, even no. though you, I mean that happened to me, and I don't I don't no. feel like I look yeah. that that imposing or anything. No, but I've I've got s- and that's it. yeah, <laughs> that and I've been stopped, mm-hmm. you know, a couple times. 
that's you, that's what I'm saying. Like that's where I kind of like I don't I don't know because I you I, know everyone you know do what you want. That's fine as long as you're not hurting anyone. Who cares? Yeah. But it's not like to me. I don't want to feel like I don't want to say I don't know how to how to phrase this. I don't want to feel like everything that I'm going through you completely can identify with because you've listened to the same music no, or no. same things. Which is sometimes what I, I feel what happens because like it even even I remember we went to go see the movie Get Out and that kind of happened like that was kind of one of the points of that movie that the family was trying to feel like oh I understand your struggle to the to the I forgot his name was Chris the the main lead I think so right and the white family was trying to tell him oh, I understand your struggle I would have voted for Obama um, a third time if I could yeah but it's like. That that in itself is also a form of kind of like racism, the extra trying to go to the extra mile now, but you're still singling singling that person out for being different. But you don't understand, like no. as much as you can I, try, doesn't mean that you've I, been I through agree. it. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. I think people who don't grow up in the culture that they're trying to repl replicate on the exterior. Mm -hmm. I think they should acknowledge that, that they're not from that, that they didn't grow up. Pain is subjective. Everyone has their own hardships. But whatever culture that you're in love with and you um, support uh, to acknowledge that, that you're, you're not from there. But as for listening to music and saying the words, dressing a certain way, I think that's, that's just... That's just going to happen naturally if you grow up um, listening to the music. If your fans were um, a part of of that generation where it was just getting popular, you know, um, the ones who have it the worst are biracial kids. Like, I think they can explain it the best with um, like logic. Logic is half black, half white, but looks white. A lot of people in the beginning of his career was saying that he was appropriating mm -hmm. uh, black culture and um, rap culture. You know, these things are just thrown out there, not because of the interior, but the exterior of how he was dressing right. and the way he was talking and saying the N word. But I think these things like are just going to happen naturally, especially if hip hop is the number one thing that like we're beating. I say we're as if we're hip-hop but like hip-hop artists are beating people like taylor swift like pop artists uh beating bruno mars uh cardi b's uh like had is on number one right is she number one still i don't know no but like what i'm, what I'm trying to say is like you can you can do experiment experiment if you want like you can like have you can like have kids or adopt kids for fun and like separate them with with their with what they with what they listen to you know and then see how they turn out oh my you know? god uh, just for just just to see just for jokes but yeah so if anybody out there wants to donate their child to brian's study nah, nah I'm, I'm i'm good i'm okay <laughs> i'm okay but yeah i think yeah i think they have to acknowledge it mm -hmm. that they're not from it they're not from the struggle or they're not from whatever culture uh because people in the south also feel the same way about like colored people 
being in the country scene, you know, those people are, are going through their own struggles. No, you know? I, yeah, I, it goes both ways. Oh, I completely agree. But that's that's the thing. Like, you could be a fan of you could be from anywhere and be a fan of anything else from another place, and that's that's completely fine. Um, but it's the thing of everyone trying to feel like they're the same when we're not. We're all we doesn't mean that we're not equals. I think that that's that's a big distinction that should be made. I think every person feels like we should be treated as equals and we all should be treated, you know, fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean we've all been through the same kind of experiences and that's what makes us individuals. Yeah. It makes us even if we're a part of a collective, you know, you can put two different people from the same pull two different people from any neighborhood that they both grew up in at the same they were born the same year. They went to the same uh, school, whatever. They're still going to be def- separate experiences mm-hmm. because just everybody's an individual and everyone reacts to things differently. So that's why when, you know, even if like some person from here and a person from, I don't know, middle America both grew up on uh, listening to Nas and, and Dre or, or Jay-Z or Eminem and then 50 and, and so on and so forth all the way up into today doesn't mean that one person who was sitting it from the comfort of his home Mm-hmm. listening to all of that and another person who was buying bootlegs from somebody on the corner who had the new hot mixtape yeah. you know and they had to like pinch pennies to try to you know get the five dollars for that you know uh bootleg or something like that like you can't you can't be like oh yeah you know i understand you they might okay with with the understanding you know, they or, might uh, understand just by like understanding the music. They can understand the music. They can understand yeah. that, but just to be like, oh yeah, don't worry. I I know what your str- I know what your struggle what is as, because like, you also went through exactly. Like, I feel you. Like I I, I got you. Like yeah. Um, um, Jonah Hill was was pressured by Charlemagne on like this topic because of the movie he's making, the nineties, mid nineties. Uh, yeah, which I haven't seen. I um, want to see that too. Yeah. All right, so that's a wrap for the show. Let's go okay. watch that movie. Yeah, mid '90s. Rick and Ralph too was good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So thank you for listening, everyone. Wait, you want one more thing to say? No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, just check out that Jonah Hill. Uh. I mean, okay, watch, watch. Uh. Watch Chris Rock's one of. There's one special where he talks about the context. N-word? He talks about context. You know, between the ER and the A's, I think. Yeah. And yeah. You can also watch uh, Tyler the Creator's uh, interview where he talks about the N word. And Jonah Hill recently was pressured by Charlemagne, you know, as a white person mm-hmm. um, growing up loving hip hop. I think he pressured him a bit too hard. Um, but his response was was good. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back again. Well, we'll be recording tomorrow. I don't know when we'll let it drop. Oh, and search up um, Jainism. Those niggas are wild. Yo, why? Uh, I think this might be the last episode we recorded. <laughs> um, to me, hint out there. I'm Thank half, you for I'm listening. Uh, I don't know what it has to do with anything. Uh, because uh, like, know. like, share, subscribe, and uh. Any any hate mail send to Brian at what is it BG what BG twenty three N I G G what else <laughs> what else? I, had, I don't know I thought you had a stroke for a second at Gmail um anything else you want to say Brian um what are we gonna talk about tomorrow hasta luego mi gente bye say farewell to these niggas. 
They ain't with you, they just always in the pictures Preaching paparazzi in the party, take a flixer Trying to get lit with a couple bottles of liquor Rooms full of dimes, that's green and women Safer water being broken, being number one pretender Like I ain't got the juice, I ain't create the magic elixir I've been sipping out my chalice, you fighting for crimes, but nigga It has been written I'm a god, a king, and shit to my position Privatize my crib and add a Lambo and a Bentley This a life I'm trying to live within a year, you feel me? Popping bottles on some models overrated You just pick a suit and follow life, and you a noose And you just wrap it around your collar, penny pension That's a flagrant decision Take for weather, these trenches blow up out the hills while I sit and simmer Down Ooh, when you don't have no right Man, to say I can't have this life And I've been up for four nights Yes, time I'm a shine.